0: and gentlemen welcome back to a whole new episode of full Seam ahead i'm your host zoe with my co-host on the other side cantu how are we doing today man you're
1: on mute starting off already you know i was about to say that we're recording a lot earlier than usual 4 p.m and i'm ready for a nap and as you can tell i am because i stayed on mute
0: (laughs) Yes, he's like he said, we're recording this on 4 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. We usually go live, but obviously today we had some personal matters to do. So if you're listening to us Friday morning, happy Friday. Hopefully you're having a great start to your weekend as we're giving you the new information of the Astros because this is titled Episode 157, Relentless. The new Astros campaign slogan is called "Relentless Through the Years. It's been ready to Rain 40h. Uh, take it back. I mean, there's been a bunch of great slogans, but this one's pretty special to the Astros organization, uh, defining the players, the coaching staff, the clubhouse, how everybody's ready to get going from spring training to the regular season, but we'll have a little bit more information on that on Astros Roundup, talk about what promotional items, theme nights that are going on through the regular season that's coming up, as well as new food ballpark items. I think that's a lot of what Astro fans and just baseball fans in general like to hear is when they go to a ballpark or visit a new ballpark, it's the new items, what's on the menu, T, what's special at that ballpark. So we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit. And the thing. Rainy- is that- go ahead, Ed.
1: And the funny thing is that the Astros actually mentioned that they are the number one baseball team who sells the most nachos in... That was very shocking. Madrid. Yeah.
0: I didn't think Minamate Park would be a nacho type of town, but... Here we are Here we are. But real quick with spring training as well coming up. Um, cacti. Cacti uh, hard seltzers. Travis Scott obviously having the brand Cacti hard seltzers of... Um, the new the new naming coming up, too, for the West Palm Beach is filled for the Nationals and the Astros. So we'll talk that about here in a little bit and then what's cooking in the offseason. But like we mentioned, I mean, the title of this episode is Relentless. We're going to talk about a little bit more about that. Uh, the new slogan given out, it just describes each player how they are from Altuve to Pena to Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman. All these guys that come prepared, ready from the offseason getting ready to spring training, get ready for another incredible run, uh, trying to make it to eight straight ALCS appearances and possibly get into that bigger goal of going to the world series and winning it. Because I mean, they were right there in the footsteps of going back to back possible back to back world series champions, possibly going back to the world series for a third consecutive time. But, Losing to the Texas Rangers at home on a game seven of the ALCS. I know that left a sour taste in the mouths from the players to the coaches to the front office. So I know these guys are ready to get going uh because spring training is upon, and the next thing you know, the regular season here because it's I believe it's 51 or 52 games, I mean 51-52 days left until opening day. So, what do you think about the new campaign slogan that describes this team, Angel?
1: I think it describes them very well, like you said. Um This whole Astros team was built on relentless this past year. Like They had so many things. They had to – like so many obstacles in their way, not being able to win at home, not being able – all the injuries that they had last year, and they were just one game away from another World Series. So I think it suits them well.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, I mean, they had to figure out – Bullpen, they hadn't they needed a backup catcher because martin Maldonado decided to sign with the Chicago White Sox. And what did they do? Data Brown go ahead and went to go get Victor Caratini. He made some, you know, some small moves from the reliever wise, getting Dylan Coleman, uh, picking up a guy I don't have the, his name at the top of my head off the waiver wire as well. And then you get a guy like Josh Hader, five time All Star, two time reliever of the year. A left handing specialist, I would I would like to call him as well, because last year he they really didn't have that solidify powerhouse arm that could go against you know strong competing left-handed hitters, and getting like him makes the back end of that bullpen just much better, I'd say, because now you got uh, Brian Abreu, Ryan Presley, Josh Hader, or I mean any of those guys right there could close out a game for the team. And any of those guys could be closers for any other major league team. So right there, getting that guy was big because they lost Hector Neris. They lost Phil Maton, Ryan Stanick as well. So they, they lost a big – not a big chunk, but a small chunk of their bullpen ro- – uh, the bullpen rotation, I guess you could say. And then extending Jose Altuve, the French player. And that's been – like we talked about last episode, he's been there from the rough times – to now the good times, now to the golden era of Astros baseball. So being able to lock him up, and then potentially looking at the future of the Astros free agents, to Alex Bregman, to Kyle Tucker, to Framber Valdez, it just shows that this team is not going anywhere, and they're looking to continue on and building bigger things going into the you know into the regular season.
1: And even uh, Jim Crane said that as long as he's there in Houston, there the window will always stay open as well. So that just shows that the Astros are very dedicated to win and are willing to make those moves, like you like you mentioned of the Josh Hader and signing out to it just to make sure their window extends. And even when Dann Brown was hired, a lot of media people were saying that their window's not going anywhere just because of how great Dana Brown is with um the players, the coaching staff, and just a general manager as well. So things are looking pretty good, pretty bright for the Astros.
0: Yeah, and then another key point too. Um, I don't know if anybody's pay attention to foul territory TV. It streams on YouTube, but they were talking to Josh Hare because he was on the show on Thursday, and they were kind of telling him, like, trying to figure out, well, what made you go to Houston? What what caught your eye and things like that. And obviously, the press conference he said about you know him and his wife being able to build something in Corpus Christi, but another part of it was, and Josh didn't really say that was the major factor. But he kind of hinted that the Astros were going to do something with Jose Altuve and having him be the future, you know, till 2029 or being the Astro for life, you could say. So as soon as they, I guess they told the plans to Josh Hader about that, I guess Hader was like, okay, I'm on board. Because obviously, too, he that's one thing he's missing on his resume is a World Series champion. And I think bringing a guy like him and just for himself, too, to be on a team like this, I think it's very special. And like you said, Angel, I think nothing's going to go down. Everything is going to go up well for these guys. So a little bit about that. But, of course, some of the giveaways that are coming to Minute Maid Park this season, um, not a lot. Just giving you a little bit of what we got and what we saw. 2024 schedule magnet, like always, I believe that always comes out uh, for opening day. You got an Orange Jose Altuve. Uh, giveaway jersey 2000 black astros your don alvarez jersey so that's probably a hint for hall of fame weekend uh space city kyle tucker jersey white justin verlander jersey and then here comes a little bit of more different things hello kitty bucket hat i bet you you look good in that angel um you have a pride bucket hat space city coaster set which i think that'd be pretty cool for i guess a man k for astros fans out there space city tote Orbit fanny pack for Orbit's birthday weekend. Um, Astros Cowboy, Orange Cowboy hat, Framber Valdez No-Hitter bobblehead, which that one looked nice because it kind of commemorates that day when he had threw a no-hitter against the Cleveland Guardians. And then Peanuts Night add-on Lucy and Snoopy bobblehead. So there, there's a bunch of promo giveaways they're going to be out but i'm pretty sure a bunch of add-ons as well so that was a little sneak peek of what we saw if you haven't seen the pictures you could go on to full steam ahead as it's on there and then a promotional events they're pretty much the same angel like they were saying uh hello kitty night stranger things night faith and family night uh basically what they did last season is going to carry on to this season but there are two two new additional um, theme nights that are coming to Minute Maid Park. And Angel, you want to gander? Which two are those?
1: Um, it has to be something with like a show, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yes, one does deal with the show.
1: Uh, either at the office or Friends or... I think
0: You got it right no. there. Friends. There will be a Friends Night. So the 1990s sitcom will be having a Friends Night at Minute Maid Park. And then Margaritaville at the ballpark will be another theme night at minima park so them two things them two nights should be interesting because obviously them are new um but like we said if you haven't seen them it shows right there on our page but of course no one's very really not too carried away with the promotional events or theme nights i think people go to the ballpark to watch the astros play and to enjoy some tasty food so let's see yeah so let's see what new food is coming to minima park you have first off the birria empanada which those were pretty tasty those were good
1: so when i were fortunate enough to try the food and that video empanada was pretty good
0: that one was good another item that we had tried was the brisket sliders of course texas barbecue like we had that debate on the last episode texas or kansas city um texas all the way brisket is a home staple to the state of Texas. So, brisket sliders is one. Crawfish fried rice. You've had this food item. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about that one?
1: It's, it, you know, surprisingly, it's pretty good. It's just like shrimp fried rice, just different type of shellfish and crawfish, and I, I enjoyed it. That was really good.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Curveball corn dogs. Excuse me, peanut pickle dog cracker jack shake. That should be an interesting one. Mm -hmm. I I didn't get to try that one, but that sounds pretty good. If if you're a sweet tooth, I think that's a good one on your bucket list. And then last but not least, chicharron nachos, which Angel had mentioned that the Astros are number one in nacho sales. So I think the chicharron nachos would look, and I feel like they're pretty tasty. Get that nice crunch.
1: And they even have some, I'm going to say this wrong, it's the Slavic nachos too as well. Slovacic there yeah, you go, know, nachos as well. So.
0: Angel, you went to Texas A&M, sir. Slavacic is over there in that area, and you have to know, know how to pronounce that.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for helping, but Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's some new food items, like we said, promotional giveaways coming out, theme nights, a uh, bunch of add-ons, giveaways, a lot of new things coming to the ballpark. Uh, so, start planning.
1: Yeah. Um, and other than the reading of the giveaways and, you know, the new foods, it's almost time for spring training today was when the truck departed, uh, to spring training from in park and they loaded that truck pretty heavily. There was, um, if you saw the post on that, the Astros made, there was 300 caps, a thousand pair of pants, 8,400 baseballs, 250, uh, Astros jerseys, 30 pounds of rosin and a lot more things you can check that out, and that's you know that's pretty phenomenal. They can fit all those in a track or two. So the start of spring training is here. pictures and catch report September. I'm sorry, February 14th. I'm sorry, February 14th. I'm Valentine's Day. So I wonder what the extras are going to get there. It's difficult other because they won't be there. They will be um, at spring training, and actually this year the extras will be televising a little, uh, a lot more spring training games. There's gonna be 12 Astros ex- exhibition games being televised there. And it's been, you know, a lot of excitement is coming into Astros camp. The first full squad workout will be February 19th. And Joe Spotler was also there taking some questions and some things that stood out is he said that, the, that he's gonna get the young guys to work early. Is um, it be, is take a big factor in fundamental defense and to limit the base run, limit the base for run- student base. That was a big problem last year. At the Astros' head, they couldn't control winners on first base, so that's something that he wants to change. And here's a few quotes that he said: "You will, you guys will see the next generation of Ash uh, players playing early. I want to, I want them to get an opportunity to watch them. I want you to know they can. I want to see what they can do. Those young players feed off the energy of those veterans being around. It helps their personal growth. So guys like Pedro Leon, I think Bryce Matthews might be there as well." A, a, a looper fielder as well like they're going to be there um as well and they're going to get the work and they're going to learn from guys like breakman or tube those veteran guys
0: yeah i think that was a big thing he had mentioned real quick um about mentoring that was a big mm-hmm. thing i i that kind of caught my eye was having the veterans mentor the young players coming up. You're going to have guys like Spencer Arrighetti that could be possibly coming up this year. Uh, you don't know about Jacob Melton, as well as Trey Cabbage. He's just coming from a different organization. Uh, he got a taste of the big leagues, but yet, I mean, you can still learn from guys like Kyle Tucker, which he's a left-handed hitter, As you know, has speed as well, Jordan Alvarez. So that, that was a big emphasis on mentoring the guys coming up. And it'll be interesting to see what Jacob Melton can bring to the table, Bryce Matthews, um, Joey Luperfido, Like all these guys we were mentioning, Angel, I think it's going to be uh, very beneficial on their end as well to kind of gather all this information from the veteran players.
1: And even Daniel Diaz, uh, I guess because he was at the Astros last year, we kind of uh, like people often forget about him, that he's you know going into his first year as well. So he has Carantini. I know you, you were big on mentoring that, that- uh, Karateen's a big frame guy, and that's something that, uh, you know, near DS lacks. So it's great to see these guys coming in. They're all excited. For example, uh, Hansen was taking BP out oh, too, very fresh off. A new contract was taking ground balls at MNMA Park as well. So these guys are, re- are anxious to get out there. They want to be there, and they're ready for spring training. Um, Danner Brown also spoke to the media. A few takeaways from there is that, you um, they eventually will offer Alex Bregman. Like give out as for an offer, nothing set yet. There's no timetable, but it will happen. He's always in the business of improving. And he also specified he can you can never have too many pictures as well. So something that Zoe and I have been saying as well throughout this podcast. And here are a few quotes. He said, I am always in the business of making moves. I think you can always get better. There's not really a timeline on this right now. At some point, we'll make an offer to Bregman. So you know, they're in the talks. It's still early on in the spring. They, um, they still have a whole year to discuss with Alex Redmond. You know, maybe throughout the season or even before spring training. But they're in the talks. Things are still brewing for the Astros. And you know, the way Danner Brown and Joe Spada carry themselves, I think they're all excited to get this new season rolling. And I think, and I know they think that they can compete for the World Series because. That's what Joe Espada said, he's like, his job is to continue what they what they left off. So uh, pretty good media day, good food, and good quotes from Espada and Dana Brown.
0: Yeah, before we move on to our next one, uh, Dana Brown mentioned big, big, big on Joe Espada. Um, mm-hmm. he, he knew he was the guy. He, he had always asked him questions, just trying to figure him out. Whenever Dana Brown had first got into Houston, Joe Spotted was the first one to approach him to greet him, uh, become the new GM. So that that mean that meant a lot to Dana Brown, and Dana Brown hopes and just he thinks that him and Joe Spotted together are going to be there for a while. That's what he had, he had mentioned mm-hmm. he had said. So I, I think it can happen. Just with what the Astros have gone through from these past this past season and Dana Brown's first year as the GM, I think it's possible that it could continue carrying on. Um, was this so-called golden era of Astros baseball?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: But last but not least on Astros roundup, Travis Scott, Eustonian. It is lit, as his little catchphrase that he's like to say. Um The Houston Astros and Washington Nationals announced that they are in agreement with Cacti on a naming rights deal for their spring training ballpark in West Palm. Beach, Florida. So it won't be just Houston. It will be the Nationals and the Astros together um, because they share the facility with one another. And it, the ballpark is going to be called Cacti Park of the Palm Beaches. So I was trying to figure that out before the show and I couldn't find the name, but mm. now I found it. Uh, so it's a collaboration with Travis Scott, like I was saying, but he is the owner of Cacti Hard Seltzer. So I don't know if you've tried that brand. I, I've never tried mm. it, but it, I think it's like a 5% alcohol ABV. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's good but no, i've never tried it but i think this is a this is a big deal for not just the Astros, but travis scott as well because he's already hosting the hbcu classic at mma park which is a great uh you know great thing to do for hbcu schools it's next week and too. you know yeah next week raising money and awareness for the hbcu community uh i don't know if you saw the softball celebrity lineup dude that that more. That is a stacked lineup. Real quick, I, I got it on my phone. I can read you some of the players. Adrian Peterson, Andrew Jones, Bun B, CeCe Sabathia, DeAndre Hopkins, Houstonian, well not Houstonian, but Houston Texans quarterback, CJ Stroud, Gary Sheffield, Justin Jefferson. I mean, they're they're big, big names on here. Neo? Wow. How
1: far do you think Gary Sheffield is this out
0: Dude, I think he could launch the ball out of Maid Park. I think he could be Jorge Soler's baseball to the apartment complex.
1: I think so, too.
0: So that that is a stacked lineup, but um, but yeah, it's a big deal for the city of Houston, Miname Park and the Astros organization, and Travis Scott.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess go go try it. I mean, I guess I mean if you're able to get a name from a even a spring training, but I'm sure is doing pretty well. So, go we'll try it out. Yes,
0: February 16th through the 18th is the HBCU Classic. So, get your mm-hmm. tickets. It's available at the Astros website and go check out a ball game. College baseball too. College baseball is here as well.
1: Yeah, I think it starts with the 16th. 16th?
0: Yeah, the, the the it's the 16th to the 18th. First game is at 11:05 a.m. So, be be a fun way to uh, chill for the weekend, watch some baseball.
1: Go check it out. Go check it out. But that is all from the Astros. Other than that, they're getting ready for spring training. Uh, so not much news going on after that big news uh, a few days ago. But there has been some movement around the baseball world. Rangers and the Dos Garcia agree on a two-year contract extension, avoiding arbitration. I believe he's getting paid seventeen million. I'm not mistaken. Um, so you know, again, you've talked about really about that process of arbitration. So being able to agree on a deal and avoiding it completely could come a long way for Adolis like basically the, the relationship between Adolis Garcia and the Rangers so that's good for them and he's done pretty good as you can see he was the MVP in the World Series and he did pretty good. Other than that, Vladimir Guerrero, we talked about him the second time he comes up, he was on the video game cover now he's getting paid so Guerrero wins his arbitration hearing. He will earn nineteen point nine million. Jays had proposed eighteen point zero five million. So just how we mentioned with the Mauricio Dubon arbitration hearing, hats off for the player. I think he deserved it. Whenever you can get that much sum, you know it just shows how much effort he puts in, how fun, how monumental he's been to the Blue Jays organization as well.
0: Yeah, this is the second time I think he uh, beat the arbitration mm-hmm. hearing. I want to say. Yeah.
1: So that, that, that's
0: a big deal it's a big deal
1: and then lastly the 2028 olympics you know wherever you're thinking ahead it will be the seven time baseball will be in the olympics as well now yesterday the mlb owners were in a meeting trying to weigh their options on mlb players could uh, partially could be part of this olympics i know the olympics are in the summer so it's the baseball season so it's kind of like you know how is this going to happen well there were talks and they were thinking about taking a break from like the season i think so that's what they says like it's a six-day nation nations five or five or six-day tournament in mid july and will be all-star game could be held or canceled for a year so might not be an all-star game so i guess there goes that pause between the season. Reduce right season to roughly 158 games to take, you know, because it, it's a short tournament, right? So mm-hmm. um, take reducing season to make room for the Olympics. And, again, it's in the process. That I'll talk right now. nothing's been beneficial. They were just in the meeting. They saw the presentation, and we'll see where this road goes.
0: So wouldn't there had to be host sites for this event? I'm guessing. I'm guessing if it's in L.A. In you're, yeah. yeah, you're probably thinking – Dodger Stadium,
1: San Francisco. But to host, but, yeah, well,
0: Anaheim. Anaheim's not that far from mm-hmm. LA. It's like a forty-five minute drive. Then San Diego from LA is like a three-hour kind of drive.
1: Maybe bring back so. the Oakland Coliseum, maybe.
0: Maybe. Well, what do you think though? The Olympics and baseball. Do you do you think that, that they should go for it, or how, how do you see it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think t- I didn't say, I mean, it, I guess for the players, it'll be nice to represent their country, especially in the Olympics. Like you saw how the WBC brought in so much joy to the players, being having that like country in the front of the jersey. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but the the difference between the Olympics and the WBC is that WBC is, it's like before the season. So it's like during spring training, like regular season not and session and the Olympics are, it's, in the middle of the season and I think that's a crucial time where players turn it around, you know, you're trying to make your moves You're trying to stay in the hunt. So I, I don't know I, If it was before the the season, I think I like it at the, at this point and I'm not, I'm not too Extra I don't feel too strongly about it
0: It'll be interesting too because the WBC will be in 2026 or 2027 because mm-hmm. it's, it's held every four years, correct? If I'm not four mistaken years. Is it three? I think it's three. One of those. Either or. And then you're going to follow up the next season with the Olympics. So that's the iffy part for me. How many major league baseball players are going to actually play the WBC and how many are going to actually want to play in the Olympics. I feel like the Olympics would be a bigger deal because you get to place and you get a medal, a gold medal, which that's pretty big to be an Olympian athlete as well. So. Mm -hmm should be interesting to see what, what they decide on the, the Olympics part.
1: Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. You want to take on this yep. next part, though?
0: Yeah, I'll take it over. Uh, the last one on what's cooking on the stove during the offseason, White Sox proposed a new stadium. Uh, Per FOS, front office sports, the Chicago White Sox have proposed a new stadium in the South Loops, the 78. If the Sox move the South Loop, their current guaranteed rate field could be converted into a soccer stadium for the MLS Chicago Fire. Personally, if you have seen the new design to the new uh, Chicago White's field, the Chicago White Sox field, it looks pretty nice. Like <laughs> it looks, it, it's all the Chicago River too. Um, we had gone to Guarantee Ray Field last year. It, it's not a big. To me, not my, like, one of the best names I recommend, but, I mean, it, it's a good film. But, honestly, I feel like it could be better, and with this new design process that that the White Sox have proposed and what maybe the, the city of Chicago could bring, I think this would make me want to visit, if I'm a fan, to go visit uh, the new Chicago White Sox field.
1: I've never been, so I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, now you're seeing a lot of ballparks being open because if you look at the if you look at the photos, it's kind of an open design ballpark, uh, maybe to even design a Texas live or a battery right next to it. Obviously, Chicago is like third or fourth largest city in America. I think it'd be good for the White Sox organization to do something like that, bring in more revenue, uh, you know, benefits the whole organization.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with so, you. I didn't, I didn't it'll be interesting. It was,
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, I've heard too the Royals are trying to do a new stadium on their end after the extension of Bobby Wood Jr. Um, so you're absolutely. you're starting to see a, yeah you're starting to see a lot of teams kind of figure out new ballparks, new venues, uh, the the new design process. Obviously, if you've gone to Globe Life Field, uh, you've seen the new technology. If you've gone to uh, Atlanta. I mean, you see different kinds of viewpoints, I guess you could say, of these ballparks compared to like a historic and old ballpark like Wrigley, Dodger Stadium, um, uh, Fenway Park. So I think it's good. It's it's great for the game of baseball, I'd say, because baseball fans love to travel. It just doesn't matter if it's their favorite team or not. Just being able to be with their loved ones, their friends and family, and just go and chill and, you know, go check out a game. Mm
1: Mm-hmm absolutely absolutely so
0: yeah i mean that is the end of our show of course this wasn't going to be a big show from the jose altuve um contract extension but of course we got to give you the latest news of what's happening with the astros organization new slogan relentless so be interested to see what the astros do when it comes to spring training but Angel, you got anything off anything else before we sign off
1: no, thank you for listening. And it was a quick one. And thank you for staying with us.
0: Definitely. Hopefully, y'all have a safe and blessed weekend. Of course, it's Super Bowl weekend. Angel, real quick, who you
1: going with? You Give me your team. Give me the Niners. Give you
0: the Niners. Yeah. I actually gotta agree with you on this one, dude. I I I choose the San Francisco Niners as well. So,
1: be interesting to see
0: if we're, we're if if we're both right. Hey, let's do a giveaway. We haven't done a giveaway in a while.
1: Okay, that's it. Let's we heard it. it here
0: first. So the you 49ers, win. 49ers win, we will do a giveaway. Um, of course, we have to see what we got, but we'll, we'll make sure it's worth it. So till yeah. then, like we said, have a blessed and safe weekend, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.